Welcome to Trash Party Aftermath, Chris. This is I'm Justin Boyce, and this is Chris Peterson. Chris, say hi. Hello. Hi. Um, um, I'm I'm gonna start off by just setting the scene, and we're gonna jump back to 2006, 2007 when we were going to college, right? Good old Sandberg. Yeah. Uh, could you maybe tell me about what you were doing at that time? Alcohol. Well, no, like you were. We were both going to school, going to class. So we were just do, we were doing the right thing. But a variety of our friends, who we knew from high school, were also going out there, correct? Correct. Maybe a little more, a, a more slackery type people, correct? Yeah, I haven't really grown out of that yet, right. 2018. And one of our friends, who had, who had dated a girl, this is getting somewhere by the way, who had dated a girl, and her brother kind of became friends with the group. And roundabout way, we find out, at some point, under some circumstances, he is living in a tent in the nearby park. Yes. In Correct. The, in the city park. That is nearby. Now, how did... How did... Do you know how he came to live in that tent? I don't know how. <laughs> Physically, I just remember him asking everyone if they had a tent. I'd, I'd say that's a that's a good way to kick off this trash party. Living in a tent, a down friend by the we public knew, lake. Living in a tent. Did you ever go to the tent? Uh, went by it. <laughs> Did he wave? <laughs> uh, no, but I didn't know another friend that threw his tent into the lake. <laughs> A.K.A. drowned at his house. <laughs> Did he have insurance on the house? <laughs> I don't think he had insurance. Can you take out insurance on a tent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Were, were there drugs involved? I mean, is that why he wound up in the tent? I, I, I don't know like... if he wound up in the tent because of drugs, but I know when he was living in the tent, because he was so low on life, he <coughs> just started doing drugs, drugs and... a lot. They were done in the tent? Yes. And or the park. Yeah. Yeah, because I know just a lot, that whole group, It was just it just felt like drugs all the time. Like everyone's black hoodie just smelled like weed constantly. <laughs> But, um, oh, 2005. Whatever happened is what I'm wondering. Like, because I don't, I don't have all the details I, of whatever no. happened. How did they chase him off? Did the cops? I don't, I don't know what chased off, but I know someone threw his tent in the lake. They did do that, and then after that, he moved in with another friend and his sister, and then they just lived lived together. Then after that, I don't really. No. I haven't really talked or seen of him. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Since probably 07, 08. It's been a good 10 10 years years since I've seen him. But I just always, uh, I remember always hearing about that and wondering, like, that dude lives in a tent at the (laughs) lake. And it's kind of smart, but then kind of stupid because he lives in a fucking tent outside. But I thought, like, city park. Like, man, he really, like, bucked the system and he's not paying rent like me, like a chump. But at the same time, he lives in a tent (laughs) at the lake. Yeah, I can see the cops, like, driving out. Because they would drive out there all the time. Well, he was, like, deep in the woods, though. <laughs> it was, like, between, like, the drive-around sections. Yeah. How there was, like, the big one. They had, like, a pavilion and a playground. Yeah. And then there was, like, another set, like, on the other side of, like, woods and trails. that had soccer fields. Yeah. And then there was another, like, there was, like, a boat ramp. After that one down the road, he was between the soccer fields and the boat ramp and like thick forests. See, I always like kind of envisioned him in like in one of the open areas. No, but that's stupid because like, then everyone would see him. Yeah. yeah, he was like in a thick forest part where it was like <laughs> the horse trails. Aren't there horse trails out there? That's on the on other the other side. side. Okay, so he was on like the it'd be like the north, north side. side. 
between like soccer fields and a boat ramp and it was like it was thick forest like i remember people giving him machetes to cut paths to get to the tent and where he <laughs> wanted to put it i mean knowing him like i could see how it happened I, but but uh, things change for him was it yeah I do notice. He's, he, he's a good he's doesn't he like he lives a few states away and he, he's doing okay right yeah last thing i've seen he was like had a fiance okay so good for him a job they but there was a time there, there where it was like yeesh I think yeah. we've all really had yeah, that time. Some a lot worse say. than others. Some that are still living that time. That'll be another story. Yeah. Did they party out there? I don't know about party. I remember he pissed off said friend he ended up moving in with. And the friend that he moved in with hit him with a stop sign that someone ripped out of the ground. <laughs> I think drugs were involved. <laughs> no, it was that pass out game. Do you remember when everyone was doing like I, I'm pretty sure that was just tent guy doing that to other people. The pass out game? Where you would like put your you'd put him in like your a, arms and... a sleeper hold. No no no. When you crossed your arms and like took oh, three across deep... your chest? Yeah. And took what deep breaths and he squeezed on you. And then like something happened to friend and he moved out, in right? he blacked out and got angry when he blacked out and See, then like just grabbed the nearest item and started wailing at it towards people, freaking out. Tent guy wailed on? Yeah. Okay. Like he freaked out and it was just like running around with a busted up two by four he found at his home oh in my God. the lake. <laughs> he lived out there a few weeks? Oh, I'd, maybe a month. Oh, God. Well, did he shower? Uh, yeah, I don't even know about showering and stuff. Well, he had the lake. <laughs> I mean, he's got the lake. That's showering, right? Yeah, I guess Hotel so. Hotel shampoo bars and the lake uh... that possibly has lawn furniture and dirty trash <laughs> barrels and bodies, bodies and... Yeah. and chris are you ready to get freaky always okay let's plunge into the creepy with our first foray into um the terrifying tales of knoxville <laughs> you like that yes okay <laughs> nice summer thunderstorm you have to do that creepy, gross voice the whole time that sounds kind of like a pervert. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. We could talk about kind of creepy, weird stuff around our town, because we have a good one. We have a big legend in our town that we'll talk about later, but today we're going to get a little soft and talk about the Shitler. Yes. <laughs> have you heard of... <laughs> uh, what is the Shitler, and can you like maybe give me a little backstory on it? From what I understand... It is a secret, secret menu item from the local Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. So it's not even, like, acknowledged by, like, you know, like, other local, like, other Ch chains? Yeah, it's just, like... Our town. Depending on who's working at our local Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. is working that knows about the Shitler. And it's named after a kid with the last name Shishler. Yes. So they just start calling it the Shitler. And from what I understand, like, he would make it for people that he knew that would come yeah, by. when he worked there. When he worked there. But he doesn't work there now. No, so th this was, like... 10, 15 years ago? Oh, more than that, because he's probably 10 or 15 years older than us. <laughs> so, yeah, he... Uh, yeah. So, from what I understand, like, one night he was just, like... I'm going to put all these menu items together. Yeah. I think it was like, this was like gravy. high school or something, or right after he was out of high school, yeah. which was years before us. Yeah. I think he was drunk, or some of his drunk friends came in and just wanted whatever to soak up the alcohol, and then he just 
found pretty much everything in the closet at Hardy's. Because it's bits. And threw it's it like, in a bowl of, with, like, bits and gravy and steak pieces and what, whatever yeah, else. From what I understand, it's, like, biscuits and gravy, hash browns, eggs, um, eggs muffins. It's a lot of breakfast items, yeah. right? It's just all into, like, a famous bowl kind of ordeal. And then you drench the whole thing in gravy. Yeah, gravy and hot sauce, from what I heard. Hot sauce? Yeah, I've never heard that. I've never heard the hot sauce. The hot sauce sauce was, like, the final topping on it. That's what binds it together. I've never had one, though. Me neither. I I know you have to find, like, the one person that works there that even remembers what it still is. (laughs) And or we could find this guy and have him go to Hardy's with us. I just worry that we missed our window and we'll never have one. <sighs> I was wondering if there's like a secret handshake for these things, because I know I've never gotten a secret menu item, but I always would feel weird. But if you know the person, I guess, and you just ask. Yeah, I never physically ordered a secret menu item, like the McGangbang for... Yeah. I never really went through and was like, I want a McGangbang. Because it feels weird. I just made it myself just in the car it. like a fat kid and just ate it. Yeah, because it's beyond the secret menu. Because it's not even... Like, yeah, there was only the people that worked with him that knew about it and or his friends that came in and ordered it. I don't I don't think the little kids that work at Hardee's right now... Even, I don't think they're going to know. <laughs> I think if we went through, they would just ask what and please pull it to the window, please. That's. I think that might be the only food lore of Knoxville. Yeah, I, I think that... That's the only thing I can think of. I wonder if other towns have stuff like that, like, that are unique Let, to... Let's see how we could get our customers to blow out their b-hole. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hooking up friends when I worked at the other restaurant across the way. Yeah. It was just I, more like, here, have an extra beef patty with your double cheeseburger. I want to talk about that at some point, too, because I just have to know what that job was like, because we haven't really talked about it ever. You working that job at McDonald's. I'll say it. It was was the worst eight years ever. Eight years? No. No. (laughs) Eight months, maybe. Did you, like, work the fryer? I did everything. Did everything there? Yeah, I gotta gotta hear some of those stories. Yeah, the after-closing stories are... (laughs) A lot of debauchery. Not PG-13 podcast material. A lot of boobs and... Boobs and burgers. <laughs> it's gonna be the next my next restaurant. <laughs> Come get you some boobs and burgers. Burbs and burgers. Yeah, I gotta hear more about that. Just like what the daily grind was like. Cause Hell they, and coming home and smelling like fucking onions. Well, how do the machines work? Because from what you I just hear, like like the button. But McDonald's did a big thing where they like revolutionized fast food and they like made everything automated and fast, right? Yeah, it was pretty much flash-frozen shit that you nuked on a... Fresh-frozen. <laughs> yeah. Nuked on an oven and then kept in a tray to keep warm for, like, ten minutes. Uh, I've heard people come in and, like, when they're ordering, like, behind me, they're like, I'd like fresh food, because they know. Well, like me, I order no salt on my fries. So they have to make so it. So they have to make it fresh. I don't care And then I say. just put my own salt on it. All fries from that place are good, so... Thus ends another tale of Knoxville. You probably have a lot of good trucker stories because you ride in a truck a lot, correct? Correct. Do you drive? Yes. Okay. So, like, you probably have a lot of good work stories. I do not because I work mostly in an office and in a warehouse, so, like, there's not a whole lot that happens. It's interesting. If I really thought, I could think of a few. In the trucking world, we all know that there's sort of a sex culture in the uh, large truck stops. I'm pretty sure all of them. All of them have prostitutes known as lot lizards. And recently they built 
a large truck stop in our town, correct? Correct. Very big. And there's word that we have our own lot lizard. She used to work in a... Local sex shop. Local <laughs> sex shop. And she got let go? Yes, because she was doing favors <laughs> right, for viewing room members. <laughs> what interested me was you told me if you go in and ask for a special, special shower, shower. The special shower. What does that entail? <laughs> A couple happy endings, from my understanding. Okay. (laughs) Never really asked for one. Like, you have to go to the front. (coughs) Because do people know who she is? I don't know if people know who she is. But if you were to, like, go to the... This is, again, this works into the the lore of our town. If you go to, like, the front desk... Yeah, and she's working or something, and you (sighs) go in and say, I need a shower. And then... Blah, 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 you know, pay for it, everything. Maybe. And then she asks, do you need a special shower? (laughs) And then she tells you it's X amount of money more. And you're like, what is there, like, better soap? (laughs) (laughs) And then you kind of disappear into the shower, and some woman shows up, and... Orally finishes you in the shower. <laughs> I got finished. Orally. <laughs> Trying to keep this PG. Uh, anyone you know gotten one? No. No. Because would, would you do it if I paid for it? <laughs> no, I'm married. Would you? If I paid I, for I think it? I'm married too. <laughs> this is a three-way committed relationship. I, I don't think, think I, I could do think that. You are part of a. A Triforce <laughs> of penis. <laughs> uh, I uh, there's got to be someone we know, or we could do it for someone's birthday that's coming up. Like, hey, I got you something. I got guy. you a sweet, extra special shower. You'll be finished. Shower three orally. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, she's pretty old. Oh, she is. So it's not like, like some fifties or sixties. Not a young hottie. No, this is like. A mid-50-year-old woman oh, so it's looking like, for some cash on the side. You said you heard about it from your mom because she knows someone who works at one of the rival gas stations? Yeah, and they overheard about it at the other gas station like, from truckers talking about it. Have you heard what goes on over there? No. They have special showers. I just heard about the special showers. Oh, God. And it was like an extra 20 or 30 bucks, and old grandma gets in there and gets you nice and clean. Oh... I just got, yeah, well, I, before I didn't know that your mom knew somebody, but I was kind of wondering how how your mother heard about this. <laughs> no butter in that up. No. <laughs> that $25 shower turns into <laughs> a little no, cum running down her chin. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but you have you have better trucker stories than that? That's not really a story. That's just kind of like a legend. That's about it, other than a bunch of trucker fights. Yeah. Which is pretty much self-explanatory. You said those run rampant, like <laughs> the trucker fight. It sounds like the world of trucker stories is sort of unfortunate and sad, but I don't know. The idea of the special shower. It's, again, it's sort of like the Shitler. It's like the secret knock. <laughs> you just, you <laughs> other than you just go to a counter and ask for a shower with the 50-year-old grandma. You might not like what's on the other side. <laughs> from... But the special shower, man. I was just so intrigued when you told me that. I said we need to buy it for someone and see if it actually exists. Or at least go undercover and find out and ask and see what happens. Like, <laughs> Start randomly ordering showers from uh, the drug yeah. shop every I weekend. I just keep getting really clean. I don't, <laughs> I'm not getting the special <laughs> treatment that everyone keeps talking about. Local fungus from the shower floor. <laughs> but nothing special about it. Reminds me of the high school showers. Uh, did you ever shower in high school? Hell no. No. Gross. 
<laughs> I just stayed in my filth until I got home. Yeah, no. I never even set foot in those showers. Did they even work? I don't know. Do you remember... Pumping in ju- out mud? Do you remember in junior high, like, some of the English classes were covering the Holocaust? Do you remember that? And for a day, or a few days, they had to march around the school, and they were, like, treated like Jews in concentration camps? No, I do you don't know that? remember that. It was during, like, one of the English classes, um... Holocaust segments and like uh, it was sixth grade, so to our school treated sixth graders like concentration camp Jews, and they would have to like remember when we got released for lunch, like we'd all have to sit in that common area, yeah. and then like the teachers who were in charge of lunch released everyone. Yeah, the Jew group got released last. They had to sit in assigned seats in PE. They had to go into the showers. It was weird. I don't think they'd get away with that today. Okay. I love comic books. I, I just like the universe that gets created, and, like, with Batman particularly, um, there are so many villains and so many different things that can happen from issue to issue that it's, it's just a vast world where anything can happen, and I just like the endless storytelling possibilities. And obviously the art's wonderful and everything, and I just... We both have growing comic collections, correct? <laughs> yeah. Adding um, rooms on to our houses. Yeah, I... <laughs> I just put put some boxes away. I just made up some new short boxes that I'm going to have to fill up soon. Um, I remodeled a closet in my yeah. house for comics. I put together a large shelving unit. Um, a lot of comics and a lot of love for comics. But Chris, <laughs> lately, getting comics... Sucks. Has been a problem. Yeah. Locally. Right? Good old central Illinois. Um, the one shop we've been going to for... Six years? 2012? It, something like that. <coughs> a good six. Has been reshuffled, let's say, and right? New owners. Reshuffled, new owners, co-owners. Things are a little different, right? I love comics, but I don't love comics that much to the point where I'm going to have to be... I'm going to have to struggle to get them, struggle to get the ones that I'm supposed to be getting. It's just a, a pull file, right? What, hap- what happened to your file? What file? <laughs> I know, exactly. Chris has had a file at a shop for six to seven years. And now does supposedly. not. Allegedly has never had a file at that shop. <laughs> yeah, was told Isn't that it? I have not had a pull file there ever. So you don't exist. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Completely gone. And this is really sad because we've been going we've been going to this particular place for a while. But they do have new owners now. Different owners. Things have shifted around. And the person who previously ran the shop terrifically, who we love, has moved on, which is fine. But when we thought things were going to be left in the hands of someone we could trust, that isn't how it's gone. No. Things have been bad. Chris does not exist because he's never had a pull file there. <laughs> yep. Didn't get the discount and had to hunt down all the comics, which I'm still missing three of them. The last time we were in together, watching you dig through that box was the saddest thing. Because there was no pull file for me. Yeah. Supposedly. And, and when when this when the person currently operating the store told you what did she what did she tell you? She told you maybe come back next week, it'll be here. Yeah, she told me to come back next week. Cause it, she made it on a list of like the three that I couldn't find in there. Right. Boxes that came that last two weeks or whatever. And she's like, Well, come back in a week or so. We'll have them. 
had how? not been back. <laughs> how is that going to happen? I don't know. Do you think <laughs> right next gonna, to my mystery pool file? She, <laughs> she's going to personally go track those down. Like I don't think so. I don't think she's capable. So of hunting down comics. But my love for comics goes beyond my love for a local store, and I am going to have to now transition to getting my comics via an online outlet. Physically, I'm not going to go digital. I could never go no, digital. I'm going to get them shipped to my house from New York City. And I, that's just how it's going to have to go from now on. Like I, I don't know. It used to be such a happy place. Like, we'd go in... Like, it was an event, right? Yeah. We would go in every week, almost, and talk to the shop owner and, like, bullshit and talk about new comics and, like, what's coming out, what we're excited about, what happened last week, holy shit, can you believe that? Like, good times. And I know everything... Nothing lasts forever, and that's fine. We're just kind of left with the wreckage <laughs> of, of a great thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. To the point where I have not picked up pull files or cared about it for about a week and a half. Yeah. That's a big Contemplating deal. Contemplating on giving it a break. Yeah, I can't give it a break. Just because I got that frustrated for two weeks in a row. It's like a chore now yeah. instead of a it, hobby. Yeah, it used to be fun, like, go and get comics from your friend. Now it's just like, it's kind of like having to pay a bill. Yeah. Talking to some banker lady. Man, watching you dig through that box was terrible. Yeah. Three was, weeks of that, you sir. Like, you looked at me and you're like, huh? Like, <laughs> with kind of like a sad, lost puppy look. And then you turned to this box full of comics and dug through and didn't find what you're looking for. A good thing's ending. and I spent like $40 every week for seven years in yeah. there. That power bill was mine. <laughs> <laughs> I kept the lights on. So... Sorry. I'm going to slowly keep getting them on there. And you are going back in? For at least probably the month of March and April. Can we put a microphone on you? <laughs> Hopefully the our Kevin Smith 2018 tour will yeah, help bring that back. That'll bring it back together. Because in, in May we're going out to New Jersey. Spending four days. Spending four days to go to New Jersey and go to Kevin Smith's comic book shop. And hopefully that'll just revitalize this whole situation. I, I have a feeling... That Kevin Smith would fix it all. Yes. And then he's coming to our town in April. and For a double showing. Yeah, not gonna, a single showing. We're going to see two shows that night. He's doing like a seven and a half hour set. Yeah. Bless his heart. So it'll be, yeah, bless his heart. <laughs> yeah, bless his strong heart. Strong heart. <laughs> so hopefully everything turns out. But I think if you're going in, I think we should put a microphone on you. Okay. <laughs> but like I said, hanging I it out for those month and a half that we have left. Yeah. Just hoping that spending four days in a town with a comic book artist slash comedian slash movie guy will help, like, rejoice the love of comics. Comics <laughs> and what he does for a living. I haven't lost faith in the comics. That's not the problem. I haven't lost faith yet. No. But just the irritated level of, is there. Yeah, of getting them. Yeah. But we'll see. I like the undercover idea. Microphone. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I would like to get my comics today, ma'am. <laughs> Pushing my chest out towards you. <laughs> Why are you puffing your chest on me? Are you squaring up to me? <laughs> she thinks you want to fight. <laughs> um, I think that about closes us out. So I'm Justin Boyson. I'm Chris Peterson. Goodbye. Bye.
Well, we're going to edit that.